0: Welcome back to Gale Force Wins Season 3.
1: gale force winds podcast is proudly sponsored by the newfoundland and labrador construction association the nlca provides unparalleled opportunities for its members through industry education construction information government advocacy and networking events the nlca is building newfoundland and labrador for more information visit nlca.ca
0: There is a tide in the affairs of men, which, taken at the flood, leads on to fortune. Welcome to the Perchance to Dream podcast. I'm Alan Dale. With me, as always, is my good buddy, Jerry Crew. And what a pleasure it is to be out here on location in Conception Harbor and get a little bit of a look behind the scenes, if you will. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself?
2: Hello, thank you for having me. I'm Nicole Hand. I am part of the um, music, music artistic team here at Perchance. i um, been a musician for almost all my life, and I play with the Newfoundland Symphony. I play saxophones in various bands around town, Ouroboros and a cover band called 709, and then whatever random projects come along in theater and opera and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I tend to do a lot of different things.
0: Nicole, tell us a little bit about your musical journey. Where did that start? Where was the big inspiration for all of
2: that? Um, I, I think it started like in in school. It was my biggest biggest one. Um, I did piano from young age, but I had uh, Katie Sullivan. You must know Katie, of course. Very well. As a trumpet player, um, mm-hmm. was one of my first band teachers. And um, was that
1: Villanova by
2: uh, chance? I went to Villanova, yeah, yeah. and then. Uh, to Frank Roberts as well. Right. Yeah, in Villanova, yeah. And uh, yeah, she uh, used to trust me to do all kinds of random stuff like, you know, fill in this bass clarinet part here and this and then go over and read this saxophone part here and I'd be like, okay, cool.
1: This is concert band, is it? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah and concert band. And then in grade eight, she um, bought a baritone saxophone for the school and gave it to me and it was like, Oh my god! I can still, I can still smell like that new case smell. <laughs> and yeah, I've been playing baritone saxophone ever since. Um, and then, you know, I, I think I always loved the collaborative nature of that that type of like band and yeah. um, you know choir thing. Because I I almost auditioned for um, music school and piano, but the the group playing is where is where I love to to thrive. I guess so. Um, I went to high school in Queen Elizabeth for six weeks and they didn't have a band. And I was so, um, like, distraught, I yeah. guess. My parents figured out a way to get me to Holy Heart. And then um, used to carpool in with those two other kids from CVS who went every day. So uh, yeah, then I ran into Grand Educary and he gave me a bassoon and that's what I ended up auditioning for music school on. Uh, yeah, and ever since then, it's just been kind of like one of those, I guess, Newfoundland things of, if you want to kind of figure out how to be a musician, you have to do a, a bunch of different things. So um, I went to I went to school at Wilford Laurier for a, a couple of years um, to take some bassoon lessons. Mm-hmm. Where's that located again? In uh, Kitchener Water. Kitchener, right. Yeah, and ran into um, one of my biggest inspirations, Nadina Mackie Jackson, who was a um, fabulous, wild, uh, incredible virtuosic bassoonist, but she's also, you know, visual artist. She had this shock of blue hair. She would wear these fabulous outfits on stage, and um, just never really like seen that kind of lifestyle before. <laughs> and. Um, you know, and not not a lot of women, I guess, you know, doing... I, I think it's also really important to see someone who looks like you doing the thing that you maybe want to do. It kind of gives you a little permission yeah. to uh, to go for it. So it's just kind of like, you know, seeing those, those important people and then step by step being, um, you know, I guess just getting lucky to get random gigs and then building it up from there. Um, I remember, I remember graduating from music school, and then you know wanting to get my own apartment and stuff, and and uh, like looking at jobs in restaurants or or whatever. And then uh, all of a sudden, I was like, "Wait a second! I have a music degree. I think I'm going to try, you know, at least try to like make make it, make a go of it um, at music." So yeah, like I said, just lucky enough to to hit on some things in private teaching until until um, I was able to to. Be invited to play at the symphony and that was a game changer and um yeah just being in bands like 709 uh, that are so professionally run yeah. by this guy who is a you know like a former lawyer an entrepreneur so um kind of getting a sense early on of the entrepreneurial things that john are Drawer. important to music john drover i did his
1: wedding video by the way you didn't mm-hmm. <laughs> i can reveal some of that there you go <laughs> <laughs> want to trick them
2: they were going to trick him?
1: No, no, if you ever want to, you know, <laughs> reveal a couple of pieces of it. I
2: would love to see his wedding yeah. video. <laughs> One of the, like, power couples of all time. I love yeah. those, love those guys.
1: So you've been making your living, uh, you didn't do teaching, you, te- you had your own private
2: Private school. teaching, yeah. yeah. I knew I didn't want to do education, I don't know why, but yeah. I think I'm too much of an introvert, I'm not really cut out for the classroom thing, so. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I knew I didn't want to do that. There's been a lot of uh, indecision, I guess, along the way because I come from a family of entrepreneurs and it's always sort of like, okay, is this kind of a phase in your life where then you go on to do other things? And so I have kind of like you know, dipped my toes into other stuff along the way, but I've never been able to do anything else for Music any length of time yeah, yeah 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 that's
0: beating inside you for sure um, I, I want to go back to that you talked about and her name escapes me you just mentioned it. she was a big inspiration for you when you were younger Kate me, Sullivan yeah tell me tell me about that experience when you first saw her and listened and what was it about her that made you think this is something different here
2: what was it about her um, I guess the the faith that she put in me, uh, uh, you know, and the kind of the way that she relied on me was really important. Um, um, My my grandfather used to say that people just want to feel like they're a part of something. And um, I think that's so true for anybody. But then so in music, uh, for a lot of people, maybe if, if you don't have like particular... Um, social strengths, maybe uh, you know. I always found it hard to make friends and things, but then you get into a, a band or a, or a group, or you're relied on, and people value your skills, and it feels really good. So, I think I think she was really good at, at identifying, you know, people's strengths and and making them feel confident and making them feel good about themselves, and and that. That stuck with me and probably is like a big reason why I kept, you know, pursuing that feeling. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I get that same feeling here at, at Perchance as well. Danielle is also really good at that. She's really good at, at making people feel valuable and, and making them feel like their their skills are are important and, and has a great sense of community here. And yeah, maybe it's a Newfoundland thing at, as well, but... You know, just the way you know, this season has been, and the, and I think about the the Newfoundland Symphony as well. Like, um, you know, how that started is kind of like mostly amateur with a few professional ringers, and it's only by the, the sheer force of will of some people over the years, the dedication to go above and beyond and do things that are not normally required. You know, that 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 those type of types of groups have stuck around yeah. and been able to survive and get to the place they are today. So. Yeah, yeah, Danielle, I feel like is like that as well. Has that kind of, you know, that vision enough to, um, you know, gather all the people around and and go forward despite, you know, there being obstacles in the way, that kind of thing.
0: Tell us about perchance and what that means to you, the theater.
2: Oh my God, it's it's wild to have. uh, I've never been a, a like a solo artist really like I said I do best when I'm I'm playing I'm playing with other people or complimenting you know other people so um, to have a place like this where the random skills I have are useful like in the flying doctor this year I'm um, you know playing the saxophone and uh, someone will come up and say, you know, can you can you play uh, Baker Street while I do this little comedy move over here? I'm like, yeah, I can do that. So <laughs> when else is that ever yeah. useful? And But here it's like, yeah, that's really useful. And it, it comes in handy. And um, I get to use my classical chops as well. Last year I played bassoon along with a Noel Coward comedy. And um, I played in lots of musical theater and opera and stuff around town. So kind of like knowing the beats and like what an overture is and being able to, um, sort of like write a little bit based on my experience. And, um, Jody Richardson is the driving force behind the, the, uh, sound designs and, you know, he can, he can do anything, but I have this skill of being able to, um, you know, notate and transcribe, which just, it just speeds up the process enough that we can do more exciting things together. So yeah, it, it feels incredible to be part of, part of this, um, I, I feel like this company is just in its infancy, even even though its the offerings are so strong. There's such a long way that that um, that can go with it because of, like like I said, Danielle's leadership and her and her vision and everything. So yeah, it it means a tremendous amount to be a part of it at this this stage and this level.
0: I love that. Yeah. There's nothing better than looking at a blank canvas in yeah. front of you and knowing yeah. that. You can be part of creating something that must be really cool the yeah moment.
2: it's so cool and um, and Daniel gives you the space to imagine what you know things that what things could be like and um, it feels like a real community uh, based project now around here in Conception Harbor because there have been so the, you know so much support from the council and from you know the sisters who who were so gracious and in, in facilitating the transfer of this property and you know so um, that inspires you to think of ways that you can give back to the community you know and you know how can we you know what are our our skills and how could that maybe help people maybe we could have you know music lessons that we offer at some point maybe we can do workshops maybe we can know we already already talked to some kids who are musicians who have come see the shows you know how, how great to be able to have a space where we can dream up new ways to interact with the community like that
1: this room is so interesting i mean alan yeah. and i love it from a podcast perspective right this is fantastic it's beautiful educational training you can yeah. do so much yeah, right? yeah and yeah, it's yeah. intimate isn't yeah. it now it's not like you wouldn't want 100 people in here but you could really have an intimate session with yeah, people
2: absolutely and uh jody and i did a fun puppet show uh over christmas yeah. i don't know if you saw the video no. it's on his youtube to um, raise money for the food bank yet kids come in, we did a puppet show at the house, but this would be a great space for a puppet show. He's already dreaming up stuff like that, so yeah. yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful space. Um, there are rooms that you can stay in upstairs and we just, we, like I said, we just stayed over for the first time this weekend. It's so quiet at night, it just feels like such a nice space, yeah. um, it has a really good energy yeah. about it.
0: Yeah, Tell us about the shows that are offered this season and, and how the music plays into that.
2: Uh, there's a lot of music uh, this season, and and they're all really different. And the programming, you know, there's something for everyone. So um, the I guess the biggest musical component is High Steel, which has the the songs by Ron Hines. And what a treat it was to you know sit down and listen to those cassettes,
1: yeah,
2: and um, and to listen to his his voice and and, and try transcribe that music. So. Um, it was all for piano at the hall when the production um, was originally um, done, and now and there
1: was no sheet music. You had to transcribe it from those cassettes.
2: Exactly. So, the, yeah, uh, what a treat! Like I said, random skills in my living room it would mean nothing, but here it's like, okay, yeah, I can I can do that for you. Um, and so, um, yeah, Jody sort of took that, and then. Um, changed the feel of the music to suit the guitars. We had the good the, the fortune of having Sean Panting in the cast as well, who is a fantastic um, songwriter and guitar player, and so um, he kind of took the, the feeling of the piano at the hall and then changed it into um, this guitar, the guitar feel that is on stage here in Conception Harbor, which is, um, it works so well, and yeah, I loved that experience of, of, of doing that. The songs are fantastic. If you haven't heard, you know, I mean, I think most people haven't heard these songs no. by Ron. No. Um, and they're, they're Ron songs, yeah. so definitely. It's a
1: treasure. Yeah,
2: yeah. How, and many they're beautiful. Songs,
1: how many songs are there?
2: There are a lot. There are a lot of numbers in this, um, you know. Dozens? I guess at least ten.
1: How long take you to transcribe all that?
2: Uh, some more than others, but yeah. we were at it for a couple of weeks for sure. Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. I was yeah. thinking you are saying a couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> you're very efficient. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, and like I said, you know, Jody can do all that. It's just, it is the efficiency that yeah. helps. So we're able, like, once we get it transcribed, he's like, okay, now we can do vocal harmonies right. on top of it, which didn't happen at the hall. Um, uh, in the hall versions. So, yeah, it's it's really an honor to be able to add something on top of, you know, you're building, hopefully every time you do production, you do a little bit more on top of it, a little bit extra, and I think there's a lot, there's a lot that's so beautiful about this. Is there this any one.
1: idea to re-record those with Jody singing them? Is that I something? hope so.
2: Usually they do a, an archival recording here, so mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I hope that, that gets done this summer, because uh, it's really beautiful. Um, so that's that show, lots of music. It's just so accessible for anybody who would enjoy it. Um, then we have The Flying Doctor, which is the one that um, I'm actually performing in this year. And it's just a wacky uh, good time, so uh, I'm not a theater person, I've never really, like, had much knowledge before last year, so um, I'm walking in and being like, okay, what's a commedia dell'arte? I have no idea but it's um, this fantastic show, a lot of improv involved with with masks and these um, kind of stock characters, like, you know, the villain and the lovers, and um, the play has been adapted by Evan Mercer to be a a Newfoundland-based comedy, so it's uh, so unique. I've never seen anything like it, and it is a hoot, so we're just using, like, I think he said there's a, he'll talk about it, but there's a joke every three lines or something. Like, we're using every musical trope, Looney Tunes thing you can imagine. I got, uh, went to Rob Power and Bill Brennan, and they gave us a crate of slide whistles and train whistles and bird calls and
1: So are you cuckoo. improvising your music a little bit as well during it's, the show?
2: Yeah, there's a lot of improv, but yeah. um, sort of like it's, it's nailed down and then a little bit of rum, wiggle right. rum in between, you know what I mean? It's always improv on stage a little bit because you never know what's going to happen. That's the fun thing about live theater. Um, But, yeah, it's so much fun. It's really hard to describe, but um, Evan uh, puts so much energy into that show and the whole cast has this great chemistry where they are able to, like... Um, improv off each other. Uh, I'm not a theater person again, but I think there are these lotsies where you are encouraged to kind of like find a little bit of improv on stage in this type of theater. So um, I love it. It's really really fun. Jody plays accordion and I play sax, and then all the literal bells and whistles <laughs> in between. Um, and the third show is the Tempest, and uh, I think that's the one that I'm I'm most enthralled with. Like that's it's uh, such a beautiful soundscape so music is kind of integrated into the play uh, as well as these um, kind of uh, choral pieces in the middle that 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 take place during this wedding that are sung by uh, goddesses so um, once again Jody did the compose those originally and last year I was able to transcribe them and then um, kind of form them into choral arrangements or a three-part harmony it's Really, really something. And it's They're very unique and um, the sound hits you right from the first moment of the play and then throughout it kind of like takes you by surprise. So it's, it's very magical. It's, it's very, um, yeah, it's, it's very integrate. It brings you into the world. So sound is a really big part of that play. I'm really proud of that one. Yeah.
0: Oh, wow. Uh, the description of those three would make anybody want to come here and see them. Uh, I mean,
2: I watch them all the time. I never get tired of it, really. I I, yeah, it's really, really fun for me.
0: You're on a discovery, aren't you?
1: You're not a theater person, but well, you are in the midst of a theater. I really
2: am, yeah. I'm so, so happy to be finding out these things. Yeah. It's, it feels like right place, right time stuff, for sure.
0: Yeah. So looking over the horizon, what are you most excited about in this year, this season, and beyond?
2: Wow. Oh, um, yeah, I, I'm really excited to see um, people come to the shows. Like, that honestly is is so rewarding. It doesn't matter how many people are in the audience, you know, getting that laugh out of people or, or seeing them react to the kind of magic is, uh, is really meaningful. So, I'm excited to play the season. Um, next year, uh, all the things that sort of we're learning by trial and error, and that Danielle is learning by trial and error, is going to be crafted into this um, beautiful um, new theater that they're eventually going to have in, in the space. And music is going to be uh, a big part of the fabric going forward, I think. So, um, that's, I think. That's a unique part of theater in Newfoundland, I'm not sure. But I don't know, I don't know anywhere else where music is, is so um, integrated and being sort of like built along with the theater vision. And um, it's, it's really cool. It is really cool. I really like it a lot.
1: Be neat to get jazz east out here. Just to disclose, um, well, we do. I'm in a jazz band that you periodically play in uh, yeah. and uh, fill in. But that would be neat, wouldn't it, to have yeah. jazz east out Yeah,
2: there? it'd be amazing. There's the sky's the limit, yeah. like really. And the like I said, the the community is so supportive. Everyone's so interested. We just ran into the neighbors, you know, on a walk this morning, and they were like, "What's on the go? I heard you guys playing, you know." And it's like, <laughs> "Yeah, come and check it out, you yeah. know." So everyone's really curious.
0: That's great. Yeah. <laughs> well what an absolute pleasure it was to be in conversation with you thank you so much for uh, taking time out to kind of give us a behind the scenes look particularly from the music lens and uh, we, we certainly appreciate it sounds like you guys are on to some great things here and uh, we highly encourage everybody to come on out here and check it out yes please thank you Nicole
1: so much. it's a pleasure actually learn a little bit more about you despite the fact that we've been in band together don't get a chance to chat much right trumpets yeah, are in the bad, back in the you're in the front I will disclose that I know your grandfather uh, really? and your mother so it uh, feels I'm getting older when I know
0: grandparents.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks again. Thank you so Pleasure. much. Thank you. Thank
0: you. Thank you for tuning in to Gale Force Wins. That's GaleForceWins, W-I-N-S dot com.